May I speak in the name of the triune and living God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Please. Good morning. What a glorious day in San Francisco. Fantastic. And it's absolute great pleasure to be with you this morning in my first ever visit to the west coast of the United States. I've never been in this area of the world, and I'm delighted to come here and thank you, Father Chris, for having me here. It's wonderful to be here, and thank you, Douglas and Nancy, for Walcott, for being instrumental in being here. I've known Doug and Nancy for years and years, from the beginning of the Awareness Foundation in Chelsea, London, England. But uh, I don't look English, do I? <laughs> I, I, I came to you via uh, Toronto, where I was for a week. And I, I looked, and it was absolutely exactly a year before, last year, I was also in Toronto, when it was Halloween. And the same... The same scenes I saw, even the same things are hanging from the trees. And, and my, my friend uh, Chris Bunting, who, who is a, a friend also to Doug and Nancy, and um, he is our chairman of, for the Awareness Foundation America, I said, Chris, do we really need to see more horror in our streets isn't it enough on TV? Isn't it enough what we are experiencing around the world of horror? Do we need more blood just hanging from the trees in our, in our streets? I come from not London, from Syria. And actually, being an Anglican priest, for me, is very exotic because I am the only and first Syrian Anglican priest in the history of the Church of England. So, a piece of museum. <laughs> um, well, believe me, sometimes I do feel that. Um, why do I feel piece of museum? Because, first of all, church in the Middle East followed politics. And because Syria was under the French mandate, not the British mandate, so we don't have Anglican church in Syria at all. We have one chapel that belongs to the embassy. That's all. So where the British went, which was Jordan and Palestine at that time, so you see the, the Anglican church. The French territories... They, they um, um, encouraged the Roman Catholic Church to grow there. And then the, the Protestant churches um, flourished. So I come from a very exotic background. My father was Presbyterian, believe it or not, in Syria. And not only Presbyterian, Scottish Presbyterian. <laughs> um, he's, he was not Scottish. I mean, he was Syrian. 
But the, the, the Protestant church in my hometown, which is Latakia, the Mediterranean port of Syria, um, the Scottish happened to establish the Protestant church. And in the beginning of the 20th century, they gave it to the American Presbyterians. So my background is American, Scottish American Presbyterian. And my mother is Greek Orthodox. <laughs> so don't combine the two because it's lethal. Uh, <laughs> The, the two traditions are extremely dif- different, but, but fantastically different. So I was enriched, and thank, thank God for the enrichment of the theology and, and the intellectual um, energy of the faith in the Presbyterian Church and the fantastic spirituality in the Orthodox Church of the icons and the and the candles and the incense and, and this festival of, of, the, of the senses in, in spirituality. And when we talk about all saints today, I am here from Syria. I mean, this is the communion of saints, isn't it? This is the holy Christianity is about. When, when, when Jesus Christ came to us, to unite heaven and earth in this holiness. Saint is the same as holiness. In, in, in Arabic, it's the same, the same word. Quddus and Qiddisin, the same word in Arabic for holiness and saints, which is the process of bringing heaven and earth. What do I mean by that? You live in a certain way. You have your own kind of history, art, music. What do we call that? Thank you very much. Culture. I come from a different culture in Syria. So if we believe that God is a triune God, my friends, interacting with himself, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And if we take our faith in the Trinity seriously, not only Trinity Sunday, with usually a guest preacher. <laughs> because most priests don't want to, to, uh, to preach on, on Trinity. So I, I'm delighted every year to preach in, in, in completely different church on Trinity Sunday. But I love, I love it because I take the Trinity very seriously. And if God is a triune God, then God has a culture in himself that we do not know. It's the culture of the Trinity. And thank God, praise God, that God revealed this culture to us in Jesus Christ. So that a man from Syria would be standing in the suburb of San Francisco, the end of the world for us, to preach the gospel with you and share Christ with you. This is coming, this is the culture of all saints, not the culture of Halloween. Please, give me a break. Uh, all saints would be this marriage between the Trinity, the culture of God, and our different cultures. 
And you know what is the biggest problem ever that humanity is facing in the 21st century? The biggest ever problem is coping with differences. And all the bloodshed in Syria, my country is bleeding, my friends. Over 300,000 dead in two years. Can you believe that a town, imagine a town of 300,000 inhabitants near you vanish in two years? How would you feel? Plus 6 million displaced. We were, as Christians, a minority. But this minority, the Christian minority in Syria, was never imported, my friends. When they asked me still in, in England, Father, when did you become Christian? I want, I want to pull out, out my hair. I said, what do you mean when, when, I be, what did, when, when did you become Christian, Father? Where did Jesus, what, where, where was Jesus born? Under Big Ben? <laughs> or, 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 or maybe the Golden Gate Bridge? I mean, Jesus was a Syrian citizen, for God's sakes. He was, he, he, Palestine was a, a satellite of Syria in the Roman Empire. So don't ask me when I, bec- when I became Christian. When did you become Christian in England? <laughs> 600 years of Christianity in Syria before even Islam started. Before the birth of Muhammad. 600 years. And now we are treated as if we are the garbage of Syria by some Muslims. We are being slaughtered just for being Christians. In the 21st century, Christianity is the most persecuted religion in the world, in the whole world. And I tell you one thing, if you think any country in the world is immune to religious fanaticism, you are mistaken. No country is immune. When I was in, in, in Canada, in Toronto last week, I was shocked because the people were shocked for what happened in Ottawa and in, in Quebec. They said, well, everywhere in the world, but not, not Canada. I said, no, no country is immune because these days religious fanaticism can hit Anywhere, any street, any, any city in the whole world. So, ignorance is not an option. We need to open our eyes and see what it means to be Christian. Because if you want to know what saints mean, if you want to know what martyrdom means, look at the Middle East. Don't go to the history books. We are paying the price very dearly. I was in Syria three weeks ago, training young people to be peacemaking, peacemakers. It was an eye-opening. Ninety young men and women were in despair. They didn't want to live. They wanted to go anywhere in the world but not Syria. Anywhere, give me any visa, and I'm ready to go. 
How could you turn these people into peacemakers in their own broken communities? We tried. One of them wrote, 18 year old, on his Facebook, Thank you, Father Nadim. I was dead and now I am alive. After four days of eye-opening conference for 90 young men and women, how to be peacemakers. Those blessed are those, blessed, 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 the the reading we, we heard, this is carrying the cross, my friends. If we want to be peacemakers, if we want to believe in the God of the Trinity, which has the culture of love, It's not an easy task. It's not an easy journey. It is a journey of the cross, but it does not mean that we seek the cross. We are not cross seekers. We are the resurrection seekers, life seekers. But on the journey of life, if we have to carry the cross, then we are ready to carry the cross. This is what, why we are different from any other religion in the world. Because in some religions, you have to die to get the reward. No, not in Christianity, sorry. We are the children of God now. We are part of the kingdom of God now. We taste the Lord now. We taste the cross and the resurrection now. So when we die, it's only a station. It's only a transforming transition. But it doesn't mean we are rewarded. Now we are rewarded because we believe in Christ. And the victory we have, not by military actions. The victory we have in Christ by peacemaking. My message to you and to the world Let's drop weapons. Let's drop the culture of death and pick up the culture of love, the culture of light, and the culture of life. This is why Christ came. And this is why we are here sharing all saints. We are the saints. We are the kingdom of God. This is our solidarity with every single human being in, on earth, persecuted for any reason, to say, our God is the God of love, and this is what we share. The message in Syria, the message in America is the same. Drop weapons, drop military actions, and let's pick up the language of dialogue, the language of love, and the language of holiness. This is our message. And may God open our hearts and minds to his culture, the culture of the Trinity and the culture of love. Amen.